Galnet News Digest, 24th of May 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, with salvation promising that the end of the war against the Thargoids is finally in reach, we speculate about what that might actually mean. An end to all Thargoids? Thargoids and humans living peacefully together. A damp squib. Or something more sinister. We have known that we're not alone in the galaxy for more than 250 years. Strange, organic, octagonal spaceships were spotted as early as 3050. That they were hostile was beyond doubt, but they proved elusive. History is unclear about the circumstances surrounding the first big war with Thargoids in the 3100s, but it is clear that an organisation rather pompously called the Intergalactic Naval Reserve Arm, INRA, developed something called the mycoid virus, a fungal payload carried by a virus that brought the war to an end overnight, probably in 3193 the crash site of John Jameson's Cobra Mark III that carried the payload to the heart of the Thargoid war machine can be visited in the HIP-12099 system Planet 1B and the voice notes found there confirm this event actually happened. The earliest reliably documented encounter with Thargoids was 82 years earlier, in 3111. A research base on Muscadark region PJ-P B6-1, Planet 3, discovered active, so-called barnacle sites. The operation was swiftly taken over by an organisation called Azimuth Biochemicals, which saw the potential for creating weaponry, weaponry for use in conflict between humans, from the alien technology discovered there. Only two years later, a research group working for Azimuth Biochemicals on trapezium sector YU-X C1-2 Planet 1A, the site of an ancient battle between Thargoids and another alien species, the Guardians, managed to create a working and devastating weapon using Guardian artefacts recovered from the battlefield. They didn't manage to control the power of the weapon and killed themselves while testing it. The knowledge of their discovery lay unknown to the rest of humanity for nearly 200 years. After a long time absent, Thargoids began to cause problems for humanity in 3302 and 3303, after humanity established its first bases in the Pleiades Nebula. The rediscovery of Thargoid barnacles and their potent meta-alloy fruit encouraged settlement in the Pleiades, an area that turned out to be already populated by Thargoids, who appeared none too pleased that humans were stealing their crops. Once again, it was Azimuth Biochemicals who encountered the Thargoids first, and this time they had a different crazy scheme to weaponize alien technology by splicing humans into the neural networks of Thargoid Scout spacecraft, allowing humanity to fight back against the Thargoids using Thargoid technology. The scientist in charge of these trials, Professor Thomas Dorn, appears to have had little regard for the human test subjects that died during his ultimately unsuccessful experiments. The mysterious sponsor of the Azimuth Research Programme, known only as The Witch, called a halt to the research programme when the larger Thargoid interceptor ships started arriving in greater numbers, and when the news of the Thargoid's return became common knowledge. Aegis Research and Defence was established by the superpowers to investigate the aliens and to protect humanity. 
Aegis developed a number of ship-scale weapons using Guardian technology, and these have allowed humanity to drive back repeated waves of Thargoids. Last year, in April 3307, the mysterious scientist Salvation popped up out of nowhere asking for help to find the sister ship of the Adamaster, a 200-year-old ghost ship that had once belonged to Azimuth Biochemicals and that had been sent to investigate the first Thargoid barnacle sightings all those years ago. Following a trail to the Hesperus and then to its tender, the Anaconda Proteus, Salvation used Commander's ingenuity to rediscover the 200-year-old prototype weapon in the trapezium sector that used Guardian technology and that had killed the people that built it. Both Aegis and Salvation suddenly started showing a lot of interest in gathering as much Guardian technology as they possibly could. The fully laden Aegis megaship Alexandria was sabotaged and pirated for its cargo of Guardian artefacts, apparently by agents working for Azimuth Biochemicals and by the mysterious witch, leaving Aegis with little credibility and without the means to research new anti-Thargoid weapons. Commanders flocked to help Salvation gather Guardian technology, leaving Aegis largely sidelined. It is unclear what Azimuth needed Guardian technology for, but Salvation found himself with plentiful stocks of the alien devices, and he used them to build a star system-sized superweapon based on that 200-year-old Azimuth prototype. He appears to have lured Thargoids to invade the Kornsar system by seeding it with Guardian materials so he could try out his new weapon. On the 20th of September, the first firing of Salvation's superweapon wiped the Kornsar system clear of Thargoids, leaving a large number of wrecked Thargoid ships on planets throughout the system. He used the same technology three more times in the Pleiades in December 3307, with Delphi, Maya and Merope being cleared of the majority of Thargoids. Some of the former leaders of the by now disbanded Aegis, Professor Albert Tesro of the Research Division and Admiral Aidan Tanner of the Defence Organisation expressed deep disquiet about the methods Salvation was using, suggesting that the weaponry was unsafe, untested and unethical. Tanner was arrested and court-martialed after losing the megaship Musashi, while trying to extract information about Salvation from Taurus mining ventures in the Titori system. Tesro worked with engineer and guardian weapons specialist Ram Tar to reverse engineer Salvation's technology. They discovered that it uses a massive electromagnetic pulse that can be tuned to affect different technologies, and called for greater independent scrutiny over Salvation's work. Nonetheless, Salvation pressed on. Proclaiming Aegis to be finished, Salvation said that at some time this year, 3308, he will unleash a weapon so powerful that it will change the course of the war with the Thargoids. He's not yet lived up to this boast, although he did recently use the superweapon three more times in Sosong, Didio and Novas, actions that consolidated the superpowers' support for Salvation completely. The superpowers are now entirely dependent on Salvation to deliver on his promise. The alliances deal with Sirius Corporation notwithstanding, Although independent anti-Zeno squadrons and pilots have cleared a number of systems, most recently HIP-38226 and, very soon, Paukuman, without assistance from Salvation. 
So at some point, possibly very soon, Salvation is going to fire his reworked superweapon, bringing an end to conflict between humans and the Thargoids. What exactly is going to happen? It's not clear if the weapon will affect all Thargoids throughout the galaxy, or if it'll still operate one system at a time. It's not clear if the weapon will destroy Thargoids, or just make things unpleasant for them to make them run away. It's not clear, actually, what level of control Salvation has over the Thargoids. Salvation's first problem is that there are actually no systems suffering from Thargoid incursion, if we discount the small number of non-human signal sources in Paukuman. It's not going to look too good if he fires his superweapon and nobody notices the effect, because there weren't any Thargoids there in the first place. So, will he pull the Kornsar gag again and plant Guardian material to lure the Thargoids into a prominent system? And if so, can we really say that the Thargoids are a significant threat, if we have to bait them to get them to attack? But in any case, assuming there are Thargoids for Salvation to attack, what are the likely outcomes? The best outcome for Salvation might be the total annihilation of the Thargoids, an extinction-level event brought about using his technology. No more Thargoids. The Call 70 sector might be opened up, and we could gaze in awe at the ruins of a once great civilization, and perhaps we might just feel a little guilty. Folk would talk of Salvation and how he managed to do what John Jameson failed to do 120 years ago, and the Anti-Xeno Initiative, and all the other Anti-Xeno combat pilots, and Operation Ida, and those who rescue people from burning stations, would have to find something else to do. We would be alone in the galaxy once again. Salvation would have an enormous superweapon that would be utterly useless. Unless he tuned it to be effective against human ships. What? If the weapon doesn't work, or if it only works partially, at the very least, there are likely to be recriminations for those that chose to abandon Aegis and put their faith solely in Salvation, including the three superpowers. With Aegis shut down, if Salvation fails to deliver, humanity will be defenceless against the Thargoids, except for those independent pilots that continued to fight the Thargoids in ship-to-ship combat. Would Aegis be reinstated? How long would it take? And what if the Thargoids respond with bigger and better ships? Perhaps those motherships we've heard rumours of. Huge carriers with hundreds, possibly thousands of smaller Thargoid ships. And with huge weapons capable of destroying surface installations. Perhaps we'll see more advanced forms of interceptor. Or perhaps we'll see new mutations of existing ships and weapons. Perhaps the interceptors will lose their patience with human ships and will shoot on sight, rather than being gently curious. Perhaps the Thargoids will develop an interest in taking over or destroying human bases, not just damaging them, properly destroying them. Will settlements get wiped out by marauding bands of Thargoids? And if they have to adapt to a Guardian hybrid superweapon by developing countermeasures... Will the effectiveness of Ramtars and Aegis's smaller Guardian-based technology also decrease? Will fighting the Thargoids get harder? But perhaps Salvation isn't planning to annihilate the Thargoids. Perhaps he believes that by threatening them with his very large weapon, he can persuade them to live peacefully with humanity. It sounds a bit unlikely, given the written record of how the Guardians failed to negotiate with the Thargoids millions of years ago. 
Perhaps salvation is seeking galactic peace, a time of prosperity, where we can trade occupied escape pods for meta-alloys, and where all species can benefit through mutual trade and cooperation. Perhaps. If salvation were not impeccably trustworthy, and if he didn't have humanity's best interests at heart, which we're all sure he does... And if Salvation can control the Thargoids with a combination of Guardian materials as a lure and his super weapon to scare them off, he would be in an excellent position to blackmail whole systems with the threat of Thargoid infestation. Using Thargoids as his puppets, Salvation could hold humanity to ransom. Or what if he's in a position to complete Professor Thomas Dorn's research and can have a fleet of human-operated Thargoid scouts? Perhaps then he wouldn't even need to control the real Thargoids. And if he can tune his superweapon to knock out human ships, that would give evil Salvation yet another string to his supervillain bow. Perhaps Salvation plans to enslave the human race. Perhaps when he talks of an end to conflict, he means that both Thargoids and humanity will be working together for Salvation's evil empire. We don't even know who Salvation is. Does he have anything to do with Azimuth Biochemicals and the Witch? Does he work for the club that some people believe already runs the galaxy? Is he even a person at all? Perhaps he's a Thargoid, intent on gaining our trust, getting us to drop our defences, and then wiping us out. So, can we trust Salvation with our destiny? If we do, and it seems as though the superpowers have put all their anti-Xeno eggs into Salvation's basket, then we'd better start hoping he's not going to provoke fiercer retaliation from the Thargoids, or attempt to take humanity hostage, or establish an evil empire with all the species of the galaxy under his totalitarian rule. And we'd better hope he's not a Thargoid. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. (laughs) 